Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the Gene Tea Podcast. You're here with Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Paolo here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's is kind of And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Hey. So let's raise a glass and start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clank. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our RuPaul's Drag Race Podcast review. We were real live. It's very live. live, very live. As we do it, and warts right now, and right. not warts. Sorry, what'd you say? I said warts and all. I said hopefully not warts. Okay. Mm. Some people are into some weird things, Tom. <laughs> yeah, let's not kink shame. But not a, yeah, we don't kink, kink shame. Don't there. do that. Not yeah, here. Not here. What are you sipping on this morning? Well, it's it's the morning, so it's a breakfast drink. I'm having a mimosa. Yes, as mm. am I. I'm having a mimosa with a little splash of sugar-free Red Bull. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I mean, clearly you're enjoying it, but... Okay, thank you, Tom. <laughs> I don't need your approval. I don't need clearance for this. That's right. And that's the attitude I like from you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, I encourage it. I endorse Everyone, it. Everyone, you already know how this works. We watch the show and we watch it with you, basically. You get to hear our reactions, uh-huh. our thoughts, our feelings. Um, Unfiltered. And apparently what you like to call banter. So we'll go with that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't it's, hate each other. It's not barely simmering yeah. animosity, barely yeah. concealed animosity, yeah, every simmering time, tension. Every time I see the comments, oh my God, I love your banter. I'm like, yes, thank you, banter. <laughs> 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 banter, cool. We're going to go with banter. It's banter. <laughs> it's very condescending. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, uh, yesterday, so obviously they released two episodes mm-hmm. um, at once because, you know, they just want to ruin our flow. But um, we, if you haven't already seen, we've uh, dropped episode one already for yes. you to check it. Now, we didn't go into Untucked, but we did watch Untucked this morning while I was sipping my Red Bull Mimosa. Yes. And I just want to give an Oscar. I yeah. want to. I mean, already, you know what? If this mm-hmm. show wins an Emmy, it's because of Alexis Michelle. I mean, Candy is claiming that, obviously, their Untucked got an Emmy because of her. Fair enough. That was an iconic fight with Tamisha. But Alexis is really making it happen this season. She was Eve 6000. She was Miss Fame. She, she was, was milk. milk. All rolled into one. She was a saint. She was saint of she was Dracula. Saint of Dracula. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is a lot of emotions for high. Now, let us give you some context. If you haven't watched Untucked, we, we, Monica is in the bottom and she, she breaks down. On a serious note, I felt very sad for Monica. I know we said it yesterday evening, but it was... My my sadness for her was deepened by the untucked. It was it wasn't just like a uh, a tear. Like she was, like she had. There was a lot. There was a lot of emotion. She conveyed very strongly that. I mean, Candy. I mean, the the, the she kind of put it as like there is. This is everything to me right now. I've been through hell to get here. I need this, and there was just the, that sense of sadness that she was carrying on stage was just kind of let out in yeah. the untucked. But onto the star of the show. Well, I, I've, only, I've only broken down like that with you once. And it was during a competition mm-hmm. in which in one event I didn't do well. Mm-hmm. And I remember full on breaking down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Don't know why you're laughing. I was I full on broke down and I told you to go have a shower. Because I needed some space from you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just go have a shower. I need to break. That. I need a month. You you're a bit know? like that. I think sometimes we feel overcome with emotion. I think yeah. you, um, you don't want to be seen in that way. Exactly. And so I can imagine like her being there, being televised. Like, where is she gonna? Like, I need 
space, mm. but she can't get it here. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I think it's a mixture of disappointment and humiliation um, that she feels having there's, come There's back. a lot of mixed emotions. There's, there's a lot there. We spoke about the weight of her own expectations, so I definitely think that disappointment plays into it. But I think Alexis perhaps trying to do her a favor and steal focus. I just, I mean, Monica is going through it and then Alexis is like, girl. I love her so much. I just adore her. Girl, it's like, I know what you mean, girl. <laughs> like, the weight of expectation coming back. I just I just feel for all the girls here. First and foremost, I feel for the girls here. I really do. But I just didn't know how it was going to be received. <laughs> and she'd been praised to the high heavens on yeah. this day. <laughs> she was just given everything. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, when you're high, you cannot take my emotion from was me. Was she high, do you think? She was high. No, I'm, that was a drugs joke. Look, she she was she was in a high place, man. Yeah. And then Monica's there having a moment, and she's like, "Girl, I know, I know how you feel, girl." I know. Put yeah. myself in Alexis's shoes. I know that Alexis is a queen who incredibly talented. We love her to bits. Got a bit of backlash after her season. We know that she she spoke about it in the reunion. So I think she probably came in with a bit of trepidation about perhaps worrying about being misunderstood again. And she was judged harshly on season nine. So I think putting myself in her shoes, I do think she was genuinely quite overcome with emotion uh, because of just joy, really, at having, you know, and really relief that she was being understood, having said that time and place, Alexis, time and place. Read read the room, mama, (laughs) read the room. And I thought we had to talk about Untuck. I could not. I mean, she's already delivering amazing moments for us. 100%. 100%. She is not wasting time. She's not. To every minute counts. She's like, nope. There's something coming up as well, because in the preview of the season, obviously it didn't say what it's about, but you know when they kind of like build drama and like, ooh, drama this season. There's a moment where on the stage, Alexis says, I really need to apologize about something. <laughs> and like, I can't wait to see what that is. I love it. I just love how she is still the producer through and through. Mm-hmm. Cameras, cameras, please uh, zoom in. <laughs> Is that, is that my camera? Is that my camera? <laughs> Zoom okay. You know, she's a drag queen. She feels her emotions deeply. She's a theatrical person. Oh, and bless God. her, you know. Absolutely. I just, she's just the most lovable person. Absolutely. And we're watching the next episode now. We've just seen a little bit of the first part, but the, it kind of gave us a preview from the previous season. I thought previous episode. And... There was, I don't know if I reacted to it or I talked about it, but there's a, there's a part of choreography in the glam rock that just makes me laugh. And so oh, I know. It's when they're doing the whole Brady Bunch, when they're one behind the <laughs> other, and they're doing like, you go left and I go right. Money, it's like, it is, it, success. It is. the You know when you're first like with your siblings or your girlfriends, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, let's do a dance. Yeah. And then everyone will do that yeah. behind the whole, you go left and I go right behind you. Yeah. Now we swap. <laughs> Three, two, one. Yeah. I just couldn't, you know, for, for queens who have traveled and done choreography and, and all of that, I just find it hilarious that this choreography made the cut for you, you an all-stars appearance. You were enjoying it very, very much. <laughs> Stop. Heidi, go Playing devil's advocate, I think maybe it was, you know, feeding into the glam rock camp, the 80s synthness of it all. Having said that, poor Heidi did come under fire from her teammates for not giving rock energy enough, didn't she? But the song didn't really have rock energy. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. It wasn't giving me rock. It wasn't giving me pink. It wasn't giving me like <laughs> true essence, like yes. like Britney yes. Spears stronger. Oh, that yes. for me is yes. rock yes. at its finest. Christina, you know, um, fighter. You yes, know. 
Yes, that is glam rock. <laughs> Isn't that? No, I'm, I'm being very serious. That's no, glam rock. Dear. That's pop no, influenced Tom. by rock. Look, in Eurovision, that would be considered rock, heavy metal. Okay? Mm. No, because they've had, they've had proper heavy metal. They had... Um, what was that um, Icelandic band? Oh, Nessa Toy. I'm not your toy. <laughs> Is that rock? Let's move on because apparently I don't get the genre. Now, the girls have come in. The girls have come in. Um, we've said goodbye to Monica. Gahana had also chosen her lipstick. But now we're going to see how the group voted. And the votes were mm. seven to four. So, de- so seven votes to Monica, four to Darian Lake. One of which would have obviously been... Diane. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah, Monica versus Monica. Jam. So the queens were Candy, Nasha, and James. They were the three queens who voted for Darren. Now let's just have a, a quick discussion about how we think that that voting could have um, mm-hmm. taken, like mm-hmm. why they would have voted that way. Candy Muse, I find it um, strange because Candy was in the same team as Darianne. She was. So I would always think the easiest cop-out, but not even a cop-out, the easiest way to vote mm-hmm. if someone is in another team is to be like, you know what? She was in my team. I couldn't vote someone who was in my team. We worked together. If one falls, we all fall. I, th- I thought that would have been something easier. or I think something true mm. to say, but she had said that she had listened to Monica's story yeah. and really fallen for that. Thoughts? I- I mean, I, she's echoing what we said about really feeling that sense of sadness and need from Monica, I think. H- having said that, I think just to, moving on, because I think it links with Nasha. Nasha has a long history with Monica. They were friends in Chicago growing up. Um, and it seemed like Nasha was voting out of a sense of loyalty, but also understanding of where Monica's coming from. I've seen that Candy and Nasha are already quite chummy. Um, so there might have been a bit of a kind of friendship Alliance. thing going on. Yeah. Or just like a shared understanding, you know? Um, it's very, um, it's very Latrice, Monet Exchange, uh, and the pineapple. Help me out. The pineapple. Manila. Manila. <laughs> when, when Manila was like, girl, I had to choose Latrice. I couldn't, I couldn't not choose my girl. She's that my girl. performance and Manet, and Speaking Manet, of Oscar winning performances. Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. One. But Manet Exchange was like, okay, um, control S, control save. <laughs> and then she remembered that yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah. And then at, at the first opportunity, yeah. she was like, oh, I chose Manila. She, she, she tried to send me home. She didn't. You know, her dagger was drawn. She yeah. may not have plunged it in her heart, exactly. but her dagger was drawn. <laughs> she she control saved. Yeah. Control S. She saved it. And I'm thinking, is, is Candy kind of going along the same lines of because it was more loyalty mm-hmm. and more listening to the story than it was the challenge? Quite possibly. Um, because Darianne did say, oh, I'm, you know, I've, I'll forgive them, but I'm, I'm going to remember every queen. That's I think that would probably be my attitude as well. It's like... It would almost be like a bit of a tiebreaker thing. If yeah. there's two people in the bottom that I really can't decide between, then I'm going to go with the one that kind of didn't back me, probably. Maybe that's a bit petty. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's petty, but it's, it's right. It's mm. right. I do want to say that I wish the one thing that I was, as I was watching Untucked and I was watching all this fire, she went through every single emotion, Monica. Mm. And I was just wondering, where was this in your performance? You can't perform in regret. You have to try. Avoid that. And you need to put it all on the stage. 
those emotions like she has so much fire and I was like if, if you gave like 5% of the mm. fire you gave in Untucked and you put that into your performance you would not be in this spot right now I just don't think poor Monica was emotionally prepared to come back I think it just didn't match her expectations whatsoever the one that I was really interested um, voted for Diane was James um, but then she was you pointed out she was on the same team as Monica, so that could have been loyalty. So that would have been, yeah, that would have been the easiest thing to do. Well, she's I, on my team. I'm not going to send her home. I did also wonder if James perceives Dariana's competition because they do she's, things that are in the same broad category, yeah. but Dariana has years more experience. Well, I think that's kind of what brought the rivalry between Bendela, mm-hmm. between Dayla and Darianne in I, this season. That that We know that that was overblown, though. It was hyped up in the edit. And I never thought they were that similar. They both can't be queens, Tom. But, like, different families of campy queen. Like, Ben has this, like, uh, kind of theatrical, empty, kind of Seattle uh, sensibility. Whereas I think Darianne is far more of a kind of, like, hostess, can hold a room, stand-up comic. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. But they are in very similar families mm, of it. I'll, I'll, we can agree to disagree on that. You would be more intimidated by someone who's in the same family than someone, for example, who's a dancing diva queen. You're, there is no way that you two can compete. But this person does something similar to me, so I think that they would draw some competition from that. Bianca's more similar to Darianne than Dayla is. Yes. Okay. But Bianca was in a league of her own. Bianca's, you're not going <laughs> near that, really, in terms of um, rivalry. <laughs> the fact that you had the nerve to draw, to, draw <laughs> to, to bring her into the conversation just lets me know that you're, 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 you're struggling. I, you are you are struggling for some information. Have you ever you watched are, the show? Tamar, Tamar, Russia, show. Okay, cool. So the girls are in. Now, we know that the Maxi Challenge is they are starring in a sketch comedy show called RDR Life, which mm. basically is an homage to SNL Life. Yeah. Because I, I think we haven't really seen this before and that they're going to rehearse it, but they're going to get one shot. It's going to be one shot. Give me one shot. Well, they literally just did that in season 15 when they brought the girls in and they had to um, interview um, Frankie Grande and... Um, I mean, for a specific sketch show format, we've not... I Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, may, I'm trying to think in All Stars 1... That weird replacement for the Snatch Game. Was that one shot? Was that live? Um, sorry, I'm going to quote Latrice and say that we didn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about that. That's a gaffin, it was called. Okay, we didn't talk about that. I think they had several tries, actually. They need to yeah. read through the sketches that are given. They need to choose their part and they have to rehearse. And then they're going to be performing these sketches live. It's going to be one take. So it's basically, it's SNL Live, mm-hmm. but it's the RuPaul's Drag Race version. Yep. I'm going to challenge us. I want us to skip past everything. I'm going to go straight to the actual performance. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to do that of thing it. that we do sometimes. Yeah, yep, where yep, yep. We've, Today, we just don't feel like being drawn into production telling us who's going to struggle. Yeah. We just don't feel like it today. I just want to watch the actual performance and then judge it based purely on yeah, that. Yeah. And then we will go back and watch the rest and see how the show went, if there's anything else that we kind of missed. But before we do that, let's just have a a, a little a little kick, a little discussion about who we think are going to do well, who we think won't. Lane. A trip down memory lane. Mm. Now let's start off with Jimbo. 
This feels right up Jimbo's street. Yeah. Because one of Jimbo's standout performances on Canada's Drag Race was uh, the adverts challenge. This is my special day. Absolutely. One of the most memorable things from Drag Race Canada season one. Shockingly, she did not win. Uh, Rita got it, didn't she? Yeah. She's in the same team and overshadowed by it. Never mind. Um, Feels right up Jimbo's avenue. I agree. Jimbo's, this is right up Jimbo's. I mean, this isn't a real house. Yeah, definitely. Performance, comedy, you know, characterizations, falling into a character, living in a character. Miss, uh, what was it called? Miss Moose Knuckle, wherever it was, the pageant was kind of a skit. Yeah. She stood out and she was fantastic in that as well. I remember her doing her impressions. I think Dar- um, Jumbo was great. I think Darian, Darian and her season, mm-hmm. she, she kind of was in the bottom, in the top. So they yeah. had the color revolution where they had to do RuPaul's makeup yeah uh, and then she was in that team with Dayla because they, they were trying to foster, they put a door with Laganja they put this, this was an episode they put Trinity with Bianca, Bianca. Yeah. they would really try and Courtney with Jocelyn and they all had it was a very drama focused episode they all had storylines and conflict so we had that color revolution um, and they didn't work as well together. They but weren't I, awful. They weren't awful. No, but the energies weren't there. Like, one of the most awkward viewings you could have on RuPaul's Drag Race is the walkthrough with RuPaul mm-hmm. when she was talking to Dela and Darianne. Yeah. You cannot say that that was awkward. Yeah, yeah. Opposite track, was. but, you know, I don't think we're opposite, you know, like yin and yang. Like, it was just, like, so awkward to, to view. And Dela was just like, huh? Like, what? Do you think they're the clear losers of that episode, though? Were they no, the I would have put um, Jocelyn Fox and Courtney Eck in the bottom. So would I. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, However, we did get that amazing lip sync. And Taking a double. me to the point of no return. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, the black uh, and white ball. Uh, uh. Yeah, I can remember the choreography of Darianne getting doing those it. tips, getting the tips, hitting every bit, da, 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 shaking her tits, <laughs> you know, and then the, the head kind of swerve. But then she was also the winner um, of the head in the box. Your mother's got box now. She was, so she won that acting challenge. So um, I think Darianne, this could be an opportunity for her to to rise. This is what makes me happy. She's still here. Yeah, because this this could be right up her street. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I also wanted. Um, talk about james mansfield now she was only in one episode and she showed us her cheerleading two episodes she showed us her cheerleading she was also in save a queen season 13 yeah save 14 sorry season 14 save a queen yeah and i thought she did a really really good job committing to being the butt of the joke yes she was really really good yeah so if if that's something to go with, and also the fact that apparently she did really really good in the 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 Queen who stole Christmas, she stole Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So I think James Mansfield's got to do well as well. I also think Mrs. Kasha Davis. Now mm-hmm. when we talk about Mrs. Kasha Davis, we talk about season seven's Shakespeare. Now it's another thing that we try not to talk about. It is another hard to watch, but by this by that same token, iconic. I love Shakespeare. I could watch that episode again and again. Hubble bubble. Oh yes, that's yeah. right. It's our turn now. It's, it was just Shakespeare. Yeah. So that's our, my memory of her in that challenge. What, what do you remember? I remember her. I remember her being really solid in it. She was she was one of the few who seemed to be in her element and getting it and doing a good job. I think she was in the winning team, uh, the one with Viola and Katya. The other t- Kennedy's team struggled more. Do you remember Kennedy, Jasmine, Pearl? Um, 
she was good. She's a she's a good comic actress. She was like an older character. I think she had like the closing line. She was like, "Teen suicide. Don't do it." Um, that was such cringe. I know it was. was it really so, was. If you haven't but her delivery was good and committed. Yeah. If you haven't watched Skate Square, please watch it. It is. It's. It's cringe, but it's iconic. I mean, that's about all we've got for like comedy performances. Although she was in the the RuPaul parodies, which is kind of comedy music. Hmm. And the other queen yeah. who I think is going to do well. So this the the queens that I've talked through first, who was Jimbo, Darian, James, and Miss Carter. These are the queens who I think are going to do well. And I also think Alexis Michelle is going to do well because yeah, um, yeah. purely based on the untapped. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Purely based on a no, not on set, but also when you think about her acting through. Which, I mean, she was in the 9021 home. She did okay there. She, she was good in that. She was the mirror. Yeah. She was, all she was told was to go a bit further. And, you know, there's, there, she was in the, the, um, the comedy pilots as well. Uh, good morning, bitches. She, no, no, the, you know, the uh, pilots that um, Shay and, and Sasha won. Oh, yes. And it was when. She, she said, with respect to my teammates, I was in charge of a lot of the production and funny wordplay. <laughs> stop. Um, you need to stop. She um, is amazing. She, uh, but um, she uh, she was good in it. She shouldn't have been in the bottom three. There shouldn't have been a bottom three. It should have just been Nina and Valentina. Sorry. There's no bottom three today. There's a bottom two. Yeah. Because she was good. She's a really good comic actress. Absolutely. And then... And we're not talking about Snatch Game, but like her Snatch Game gave a lot of character mm-hmm. and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And also the, the Kardashian musical. So yeah. I think Alexis is going to do well. Now, the others I don't know that much of, but we'll, we'll, talk, we'll go through. We've got Candy Muse, who was the clown in that RuPaul mark. The flag factory. She's really good in there, wasn't she? I think she was high. High that week, or at least she was high, put say. high. I don't think we rated her quite as high, but Ru really enjoyed her. Yeah. We've got Hiding Closet. Now, Hiding in Closet's kind of 50-50 because she won the Heidi Hydrates, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, Saturday Tears of a Drag Queen. Yes. But then she was also in the bottom for the episode with that dead gay's anatomy. But then she, she didn't was. have a big part in that, did she? She was in that weird part where she was, uh, her and Crystal were impaled by a fork and we had to be together and... Neither of them had much room to do anything. It was actually, I've rewatched that recently, and um, there were lots of really, really good performances. Mm. Uh, okay. And I, yeah, it, it was a really, really quality episode. But she, she, I think she got critiqued a little for that. The thing about Heidi is that Heidi is one of those queens who are naturally just funny and charming. And mm-hmm. if you just leave a camera on them, Without them having to try, you will be entertained. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes when you have to force the funny or find ways of, you know, finding the the comedy, mm-hmm. it kind of just goes against. You kind of go against your natural instincts. Yeah. Of of what what makes you funny, and I hope that Heidi doesn't fall into that because just, she is quite funny without you know doing anything. Best example probably being um, the world's worst improv episode. I know this isn't improv, although there might be improv elements because it's. It's live, and if something goes wrong, they'll need to use their wits. But she was a real standout in Wilt's Worst mm. when her natural funny sh- shone. You know, Kahana. I mean, Kahana's. She went home on this episode, didn't she? She, she went home on an acting challenge, and and as the acting, it was the acting challenge of opulence. Oh, 
Upperland. Well, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about no. that, I'm afraid. Um, but she, she had the whole touch just Wait, hold on. <clears throat> touch just <laughs> Her voice has changed so much from her season. I do think the direction of her character was to be an in inverted commas butch. Okay. But I think that might have been what that character choice was about. Was, touch the skin. Touch all of the skin. Something touch like all that. the skin. Touch all the skin. <laughs> touch the skin. Um, Tyra was not there. Sorry. <laughs> that was that was, that was was Tyra Sanchez's base that you gave. That was insulting to Beyonce. Um, so I don't know how Kahana's going to do. Um, Nisha Lopez. No. <laughs> I know what you're thinking of. You do, don't I you? I do know what you're thinking of. <laughs> I mean, this is... <laughs> It's awkward. It's awkward. She it, was, was, it was Ruko Empire. It was just as awkward. She had to play that butch child, lesbian child. Butch child. I mean, she, had, she was a butch child. She had that. I can't even do it. It's just so cringe. Bless it. She was doing her best. She really was trying. But I was kind of glad when Bob slapped her. So she stopped doing what she was doing. Was it Bob Orthorgy who slapped her? One of them. I, she got slapped anyway. It's cringe. So. Do you know what I was a little bit sad about last week? There was no reference to the girls of Dragometry in her verse. We are the girls of Dragometry. All shapes and sizes. girls of the world. Best bit of all, though. Love yourself. At the end. <laughs> Inspirational. Let, I know. let it be written. Yeah. yeah. So it's I up don't... there with the four H's. Uh, I don't know how Nisha's gonna go, um, but yeah, let's move on to Jessica Wilde. Who I, you know, what she was really good. For English being her, you know, not her first language, mm-hmm. she was challenged in that whole chicken. She she was playing that the same character that the Raven was playing, <laughs> which Raven gave the and I quote Meryl Streep version of, which is like cock a doodle do. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> she, the Raven was like, why the hell am I doing this? And she even gave herself like a beauty face, didn't she? And she's like, why didn't I make myself look like a fucking chicken? <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, you want chicken? I'm going to give you glamorous chicken, mama. I'm going to give you cave sequins. Cave sequins oh, all like over that. me. Yes. Cave sequins. <laughs> she, was, she was like, girl, this is the Met Gala. This is the Met Gala. This is Drag Race. She that, was- that's a concept, that. KF sequins dress. <laughs> That's what she tried. Yeah. She tried it. Um, so, yeah, but no, Jessica Wilde was good. The Jessica's about- really good at bringing a sense of fun and yes, joy. She mm. is not afraid to make herself look like an idiot. Not mm-hmm. that she does, but she's, she's not afraid to go there. Yeah. And that's the beauty of her. Because we know she's fierce and beautiful. Yeah. So we love it when she does the opposite. Absolutely. Mm. Now, the last queen is Lala Ree. Now, Lala Ree. She was um, in RuPaul Mark as mm-hmm. well with Candy Muse. She did not do well there. Um, and she also didn't do well in Bossy Rossi. She was bottom three, I think, maybe, or just quite a low safe. She like faded into the background. I think both that. acting challenges she was. And again, this is another queen. The same thing I see for Heidi in Closet. Lala Ree is so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Her talking heads are the best. Her natural yeah. flavor, spice, her natural spirit is just yeah. something that is entertaining. Um, and I just hope that she just keeps that and totally you know keeps that and kind of channels it into her acting challenges into her acting performances i completely agree with you because i think in the past she's felt like constrained or distracted by her roles or something so but she's when she's given the chance for her natural charisma to shine she's wonderful yeah so um lala was in the bottom both times for her acting challenges so 
I, I don't think she's going to do... I don't think she was like bottom two for Flag Factory, but like she was either low or low say. Flag Factory. Flag Factory. Flag Factory. I mean, who but could yeah. compete with Flag Factory? So yeah, so that's what I think. I think that... I think that Jimbo, Darian, James, Kasha, and Alexis have got a good chance of doing well this but week. Based on what we know of them. But there's a couple there that have the power to surprise based on like their natural charm and charisma. Absolutely. If they get the right role. Absolutely. Mm. And it's not to say that this is how it's going to go. It's based on history. A lot of these queens have grown and developed after mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. season. They've toured. They've done you know acting gigs. They've, they've had a lot of time to grow. And I, I hope to see some of the girls that we didn't think were going to be in the top come and just smash out of the park. Yeah. We have just seen RDR Live. RDR Live. And I want to conversate. Would you like to conversate? Uh, you, no, actually. Would you like to talk? Yes. Tell us, just say talk? Just say talk. Just say talk. Let's start off with who our favourites were. Who was your favourite? What part, What segment was your favourite? Now, okay, we okay. had... Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, uh, because that's about like chemistry between the performers and stuff. So, obviously, we... Ha- you go on. You're going to list the segments. Go on. Recap for us. Well, we had the the beginning segment. The intro. The yeah. intro, which had Lallery, Hiding Closet, Kasha, mm-hmm. and um, James. Then we moved into the next segment, which we had Candy Muse as the host, with a co-host being Miss Kasha Davis. Yeah, yeah. That moved into the gardening kind of host mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. ad advertisement. Yep. Which was Jimbo and Jessica Wilde yes. with a lovely segment in there, again with Miss Kasha Davis. She popped up, yeah. And then we had the new segment, mm-hmm. um, which was Hiding Closet and Lalari. Kahana visited. And Kahana being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guest. And then we had the final sequence, which was uh, Michelle Visage and uh, Darian Lake. and Darian. Which yeah. was Tangerine and Margarita. Yes. So um, what was your favorite segment? And we'll start from there. The, the the segment, I think, was overall done the best, I think, was the last one with Darian and Alexis. Okay, cool. So we both, that was mine that too. you think So as let's well? talk about yeah. that. Okay. It was just good. It was just good. You know what? I could have actually just watched the whole sequence of them too. They were very good. They inhabited the characters fantastically. Exactly. Did you love it? <laughs> did you love it? I yeah. love it. Did you yeah. love it? I that- thought you were going to do the whole, did you love it? You were supposed to go, oh, yeah. I love oh, it. Oh, sorry. Let me get my drink. Sorry. Okay, come. Three, two, one. Do you love it? Slurp, slurp, slurp. I'm not going to slurp on. That'll be awful. We'll lose listeners. Um, but um, are you stupid? Do you hit your head on the way in? No, it was really good. Um, they both got really good delivery and comic timing. And I think while there were several other performers who had similar levels of good delivery and comic timing, those were the best pair. Yeah. They didn't look like they were trying too hard. Mm-hmm. And I want to give props to who I felt was the most natural, who was always, even when she wasn't talking, she was reacting. Yeah. Like professionally. Mm-hmm. And that was Alexis. She's so good. She's Alexis a really good actress. Michelle was mm-hmm. really good. Darian Lake was great. She was amping it up, giving yeah. the extra jersey. Doing she that. was. She I was loved it. The, she really took it there. She really she pushed did. it. Yeah. So I think the chemistry between them two, the choices from both of them combined to make a great segment. Mm-hmm. I love their banter. I mean, it was just. Really, it was like watching two girlfriends. It really, really was. Just chat. It was real for me. It was real. I didn't think I was watching someone doing a challenge. I thought, I mean, I think I was sitting there enjoying what they were giving. A sketch show. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just say as well, as is always the case with Drag Race, sometimes the girls have to elevate some slightly dodgy writing. Don't oh yeah. They? Oh yeah. Let's start with let's start with they didn't 
we don't think they wrote this because we don't the, think so. No, while, when, she, bits. when she said, she said they need to read through the sketches, choose mm-hmm. their parts and rehearse. It didn't say they need to write sketches. Um, when she gave the maxi challenge, so I'm, I'm under the assumption here yeah. that they are, um, just delivering scripts. So now that we named our favorite segment, do you want to name your like other standout performers? Yeah. I'm going to go with Candy Muse. Okay. Cause I'm going to say Mrs. Kasha Davis. Oh, she's up there. She's up there. But I think you know, Candy Muse with Kasha. Candy was fab. Um, Candy, she kind of surprises me because I forget that she's good. She's really good at delivering comic material, but she's really good. You're surprised that someone who came runner up is quite okay overall. You can come runner up without being a good comedian. Um, but Give me an example. Um, Brooklyn Heights. <sighs> wow. She wasn't good in any of the comedy challenges. Apart from the no, improv well, one. The improv one, she did good, where, where she was the nudist she, vegan. Something. But that was like a breakthrough moment for her. She did badly. In, she, she was in the bottom two for Snatch Game. She was bad in the, um, okay, the Wakanda Forever. Okay. You, you, the exception does not prove the rule. Your tone is very pointed it's right supposed now. to be so i'm glad you picked up on that <laughs> <laughs> but um i actually thought even though candy was fab to me cash actually overshadowed her a little okay well let's talk about both of them yeah yeah candy muse was a great hostess yeah she, she was welcomed, she was she welcomed me into the show she welcomed me into the segment mm-hmm. she was funny she was confident she was um i loved all the jokes i know that the jokes weren't hers but she still delivered them well yes she did she, she gave really the did. candy flavor and you know what a lot of the times when you when you enter a scene especially when it's with theater when mm-hmm. you enter a scene you need to add to the scene and when mrs kasha davis walked in from the second that camera hit her face, mm-hmm. that bitch was on. Kasha. Kasha Davis. So, so good. Is such, she's so good at physical comedy, but she's so good at facial comedy. Very, very good. From that, the minute she came in. From the minute she She's like giving in. us some side eye and stuff, wasn't she? Absolutely. And, the tongue roll, the tongue between the, you know, the tongue, yeah. and, the, the tongue and the teeth. I love that. Everything about her was That's great. That's such her a like, old school drag queen face. Yeah, the kind that, of like what sucking your that? teeth kind we of. We call that generic, don't mm. we? We love it, though. We love it. No, how dare they? <laughs> I would never forgive generic. Um, I love this drag. I love this kind of drag. T- totally me this too. Campy. She entertains the heck out exactly. of me. Exactly. I will say, um, the, the, so I'll, I'll just illustrate what I mean about Candy and Kasha, even though they're both fab. Don't get me wrong. Candy was really, really good. Kasha is just such a natural comedian. And she, in the words of, um, what say, Leslie Joseph, Leslie Jordan, um, she hears she hears comedy like people hear music and she embodies it and she was in two scenes and she was fab in both so i'm actually going to say that even though alexis and darianne were my favorite scene kasha was my favorite performer overall oh that's good i you know what you are right kasha davis is absolutely up there Mm mm-hmm because when i also talk about when i also think about the performance she did with the gardening sequence yeah the commitment to character. So good. It's not, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's been unmatched. She really does know how to add to a scene. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't take away from the scene. She gives to a scene. Yeah. And she was there and like, she was hitting every joke, hitting every nuance, hitting 
every she, she was reaching for the right things, mm-hmm. giving the right deliveries, giving the right face, the right physical comedy, the right vocal, yeah, the right the vocal performances. Mm-hmm. It was just she is grand, she but can, I also yeah. do love Cash. I uh, sorry, Candy, and I am throwing Candy up there as well. Is there anyone else that you felt did um, worthy of a top? There's a couple of others who I thought were like really good, but might not be in the top. Jimbo is one of them. Okay, um, let's I, hear it. I always love Jimbo's bimbo character, which she embodied here, because there's there's subtlety and there's nuance to it. Um, she does these little facial expressions and these gestures. Because we watched it through twice, and I picked up on more that she was doing the second time round. Just like the way that she was gesturing with all this. Her physical comedy is good as well. The way that she gestured with all the little different gardening things like stump work. And stuff. And there was a bit where she felt herself down below and she kind of pulled a little facial expression and flicked something off her hand. It was just like all these little funny, okay. physical, subtle jokes that I enjoyed. And I'm also going to say that um, Heidi was really solid. Great. I, I agree with Heidi. I think Heidi was was good, especially mm-hmm. in the segments with um, in the the news reading segment mm-hmm. she knows how to say uh, she knows how to read and d- deliver comedy mm-hmm. without being a bit too like what i hate is when someone's about to say something funny mm-hmm. and they tell you with their face yes, yes, that yes, oh yeah. something's coming up i'm gonna say something <laughs> funny and then when they say something funny they say that mm-hmm. oh this is the joke and mm-hmm. it's a bit too obvious i think comedy a lot of the times is not as that every line is funny mm-hmm. and i'm not going to show it because it is that, that and i think that heidi was really good at that and, and going for those places in contrast to la la re the sad thing for me is that la la re is actually really really funny but she almost kind of doesn't channel her own natural comedy Mm -hmm. and kind of tries to be funny when she already is she's trying to be funny and it's it just comes off really like oh like it's just not it's it's just not funny lala we we, obviously we anybody's been listening to this just this episode will know how much we love lala and how naturally charismatic and funny we, we feel she is that just wasn't channeled into this. I completely agree with you. There's there's something about written comedy where she doesn't deliver it and hit the jokes. Um, it, the cadence of it was just kind of all wrong, uh, which kind of made me sad because I love her so much. And I don't want her to be in the bottom. Now, you were talking about Jimbo. Um, I I don't know if it's because I wanted more from Jimbo. Okay. Or okay. I feel like... There are two ways I feel about it. A, she made me feel awkward because she was awkward, and I think that was her intention. So I was just like, oh, that was her character. That was her character, yeah. which I felt like if that was a successful, amazing lover, I do feel like when you're putting that energy next to Jessica Wilde, I, I think Jessica Wilde won that segment. Really? Yeah. Because I love Jessica in it, definitely. Um, I just preferred what Jimbo was doing for reasons I've already explained. But, you know, I love Jessica's over-the-top Latina energy was so much fun. Yeah. She yeah. was giving stupid, funny, um, <laughs> and Saucy. she had commitment. She was great. And and Jimbo, I, I, I think I wanted more. But then, is it because I know that she can give more? I mean, I should, 
I should appreciate every single level of comedy that she gives, and I shouldn't always expect one no. But this was not my favorite Jumbo performance from okay. everything that I've seen and witnessed from her. That's fine. That's it. That's I, all. I think That's she's all. demonstrating. She didn't do bad. I'm just saying that. No, no, I totally. More. I think she's demonstrating range because we've seen her really go for it in the past. I'm going to let you know who I... Now, I want to talk about who I feel like. There's one person here who is absolutely in the bottom. I know who you're going to say. <laughs> And I can tell by the way you're laughing. Like, when I tell you I had to walk out of the room, be, I had to walk out of the room and make a mimosa. But during the second viewing, you did. Yeah, because I was like, I can't watch. Because you, you were taken back somewhere. I you, was. You, you travel back in time. She took me back to that cringe moment that we talked about earlier. And I thought that there's no way she can top that. Oh, mama. Oh, no. She's like, oh, oh, I can go further. I can go further. Naisha. Nisha Lopez, I really hope she doesn't listen to this podcast because I don't want her coming for us. But oh. if you're gonna, we're gonna spend, get a shout out at Roscoe. If you're gonna spend your, in good way. your career reading queens, reading people, and you know, and, and the performances—not reading, but also she does compliment and she gives her her well-founded advice. She's her mis- whole thing has been real, being yeah. isn't it, and direct. She is yeah. a miscontinental. This is you cannot oh, take totally. you cannot take anything away from Nasha Lopez as a drag queen. You, not but polished drag beauty race, perfection. Drag race is the so and I've always said this, we've always said the drag race is not the same. Being good at drag race is not the same as being good at being a good drag she's queen. She's actually a really good example of it. She's a great example. She's a phenomenal drag queen. She, one of the very few queens who I've ever made on the show who is a winner. You can count on one hand yeah. from all the millions of seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> you can count on one hand of the queens who have the title on Miss Continental. Nasha Lopez is a phenomenal drag queen. Having said that... <laughs> Now that that's out of the way. No, that's out of the way. Now Let's that I've given, now that I've paid my dues, now that I've given you all the praise, Mama. Now I now I'm allowed to say something else. Acting is just not in her bones. It's not. It's not. Unfortunately, I was as 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 what I call one hundred and one acting. It's mm-hmm. what I call church acting like you know you there's church, church acting before there's church performance mm-hmm. acting where everything is just so literal like i thought she was evoking the amount of hands she was using she was very it emphatic. was it was too it was too too much it was too much but you it know was what? just so cringe. i could see her working so so hard and i admired the effort she was putting in but she again you know just talking about this idea of like hearing comedy like you hear music i don't think she does she's turned it yeah yeah she 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 wasn't given the playlist she's good at like reading and shade but when it comes to like written scripted acting comic acting it's just not her forte i'm sorry acting is is its own beast acting Mm. is its own beast and it is just a a, a nature nature Mm. we love you girl we love you but that was a very cringe to watch now, is there anybody we've not spoken about? James, I think we spoke James about Mansfield had very good commitment to her character, she very did, I solid thought, yeah. in her character. She lived in her character, very convincing, very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think with Kahana, she had this. Her Kahana and Nisha had the smallest roles yes. out of everything. Because I was like, okay, oh, that's it. That's 
That's all of James Mansfield. James in particular, because she was in one scene with, three, with four people. Yeah. She was one of four, yeah. Whereas at least Heidi and Lala got to be in another scene. Exactly. Um, yeah. J- James did a good job. She she just had a small part. Yep. yep. Um, Hannah. Tom, 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 Tom. There are no small parts. <laughs> there are no small parts in acting. Just small actors. Oh, my God. I've learned something today. And um, if your fire burns... Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot that quote. No, the um, the fire inside me burnt brighter than the fire around me. <laughs> and that's how I survived. I cannot. That's philosophy. That's up there with four H's. That's up, is up, that up there, there with, with four H's? S-M-I-L-E. I cannot. Like, there is a group chat going on in my life right now. And the group chat is everyone is trying to outdo themselves with all these philosophical quotes to make someone feel better. It's very well intentioned. Very, very well, well intentioned. intentioned. But everyone, so someone would say like, you know, things happen for a reason. And the reason is that you were made to be stronger. And then someone read that and the group chat went like, oh, oh, I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. When the demons come, call oh. on me, brother, and we will fight them together. And then someone else joins in going, oh, oh, I can do better than that. People are yeah. writing new Bible verses. They are. Yeah. And it's so cringe. These are things that I find so. I remember I was talking to you about it, and Tom mm-hmm. was just like, You're joking. And I'm like, Tom, look, this is what they're writing. And I, threw, I threw in a few suggestions yes, for you. I was just like, Oh, this is. I can't. I can't. I can't handle it. Okay. Back to, um, back to Drag Race. So the last one we've not really. We just briefly mentioned a Kana. Um, Kana was in one scene. Kana looked beautiful. Kana was working hard. Like some of the other girls. Maybe she's not had many opportunities to do it. Kahana's not a natural comedian. I don't think. Okay. She worked hard and she was fine. Yeah. She was fine. Well, here it is. Here it is. Actually, let's talk about Kahana mm-hmm. and also Nasha. They both are working hard. Yeah. You can work really, really hard at something, but if you don't understand that craft, your hard work goes somewhere. It's mm-hmm. not appreciated. If they worked as hard as they did and they were given the right direction by an acting coach, I can guarantee you that'd be amazing. Absolutely. But what they're doing, yep, yep. What they're doing is they're putting in 100, 150% into mm-hmm. a craft mm-hmm. where they don't know where the right way to go is and so therefore they're just giving they're just putting all of the efforts into everything and there's there's no place to simmer there's no place for them to live in the character there's no place for them to hear or find the comedy Mm -hmm. and that's the issue they are both hard workers they just they just don't know where to put the hard work in when it comes to the craft of acting so it'll interest us actually to travel back in a minute and actually look at what direction they did get um, which we're going to do now, I think, can't we? Uh, before we see the runway. Can I just mention something just because it's relevant? Uh, one of our listeners, Anna, um, has written and starred in a, a really, really funny radio comedy called Was in Cornwall oh. um, featuring Dawn French as well. What? Yeah. Yes. Um, I've heard a few episodes. Very, very funny. Um, available on BBC Sounds. So check it out. Amazing. Mm. And I want to say hi to Indigo, who was left the Spotify comment. Always looking forward to the podcast. I'm watching the episodes. Love from Melbourne. Paolo, you should go solo. Oh, Indigo, thank you so much. Well, that's sound advice because I would also like to go solo. (laughs) Indigo, please, not not publicly. (laughs) Just, you know. No, no, thank you. Now, before we get into the episode, we did go back and watch um, everything leading up into the Maxi Challenge. And what I got from it was... Naisha settled for her role only after saying, and I quote, (laughs) let me find the quote. 
only after saying, mm-hmm. when you're talented, it doesn't matter what you get. This and is true. She, she is talented. She's very, very talented lady. Um, I did find it interesting that Lala kind of echoed our sentiment about her it, delivery. Being crazy. Look, Mama, you're... You were you are an amazing drag queen, but you weren't an amazing actor tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say. But it kind yeah. of explains it, doesn't she? She was really, really keen to prove herself, and she wasn't reined in with any. Although actually, she did take a little bit of feedback from James. Yeah. But there's only so much James can do. She's not the director. Exactly. It was just too much energy put into the delivery, and I've said it before um, that when sometimes a hundred percent isn't the right amount yeah. to give sometimes it's not sometimes certain things don't call for a hundred mm-hmm. it's it's not always a hundred percent yeah and i was taught that from a young age in performance and for dancing were you born at a very young age i was born at a very young age yeah. um people don't know this about me mm. but um for the first few years i couldn't walk oh god couldn't even feed myself. Oh, Paolo. Yeah. Paolo. Sometimes I'd wake up. Mm. There was just shit oh, in my pants. Oh, my God, Paolo. Yeah. But here you are today. Here I am today, Tom. Still, still shitting yourself. Still sh- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Still can't look after myself. <laughs> can't, still can't feed yourself. Yeah, still can't do anything. <laughs> this is the banter we love, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone, this is banter. <laughs> Okay, um, let's get into the runway. You ready? We're starting off with Zanesha Lopez. So first of all, what is the category? It's Met Gala, not to be mistaken for Met Gala. So my interpretation of that is that we should see lots of kind of like, I guess like net fabrics or net themes. (laughs) What do I want to see? I want to see someone being caught in a net. I want want someone to make a statement about fishing in whales and whale hunting. Or the internet. Someone Mm. can come as the internet. Mm. Um, Or someone like who's in a like bad relationship, you know, that that relationship net when you're just caught between three people. You'd know about that. We've all been there. (laughs) We've all been there. Okay, let's start with Nisha Lopez. Nick Gala, what do you think? I think Nisha looks really, really pretty. I actually like the layering of kind of different kinds of net and like webbing fabric she's giving me kind of like gothic spider queen i love that waved hair uh far more gothic look than i'm used to seeing from nature she looks really pretty lovely thigh high slit to slow show off her lovely legs and her figure i think she looks really gorgeous i think that this is a stunning look really really is um she's she's produced really elegant gothic vampy look it is vampy. Is that why she went a bit white? I did notice with her makeup, especially under the lights, but I, I do think that's deliberate and part of the characterization. Stunning. Mm. This is a stunning look. We love you. We love you, Nisha. Okay, give us a good shout out on Ross, guys. If you're listening. <laughs> okay, we love you, girl. We love you. We got James Mansfield. James looks lovely. This is very 60s. Um, this kind of cat suit. With the the fur trim, very camp, very fun. I love how you know she's a wig she's a wig stylist, and she's gone for this hairnet kind of effect with all the hair rollers. Um, really, really fun. Uh, could you something you could see on like a sixteen Arlington or Christian Cowan runway, uh, but very sixties. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How many times did I say sixties? Do you love it? Fun. There. Do you love it, Tom? Yeah. Of course, Six- Tom. You are useless at this. Do you love it? I love it. Do you love it? I love it. I love it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I love it. Moment's gone. I know. Okay. (laughs) More banter. I was looking Um, at Candy's lovely outfit. Talk to me. So Candy's giving us Kim Kardashian. By coincidence, when she hosted SNL, when she was in the Balenciaga. 
Oh. Uh, the hot pink, um, shocking pink Balenciaga. Trend alert, Kim Kardashian. Absolutely. I bet Candy was livid when she saw Alexis's look the last episode. But this is very on theme because it's when Kim did SNL mm-hmm. when she was seeing Pete Davidson. Oh. Who hasn't? Literally. I know. Right? Who hasn't been with Pete? Pete I've been he? with him. Have you? Not lately. Talk to me. Do you like this look? I do. I do. I love... What do I love? What do I think of a Candy's style? I think Candy's style is sassy, often very urban, but often she does draw like high fashion references as well. And she's got her own face painted on the front of this. So I think this is a lovely blend of like a camp and haute couture. I, I agree. Mm. I agree. Next fun. up, we've got Mrs. Kasha Davis. I'm going to say straight away to no. I, I love Mrs. Kasha Davis, and there are such nice ideas here, but there are several things wrong with this outfit. Kasha, you cannot be cunning the challenges and then walking out like this. I really hope this does not cost her a win. <laughs> it's going to cost her something. Because what I can't get past is the mistrunchable skirt and boots. Right? I'm, I, First of all, I I do not know fashion the way you two do, Tom, but I know bad. This could have been so, so different if that wasn't there. Yeah, because if you look at her from the waist up, there's a nicely fitting corset. This really quite elaborate and nicely detailed um, butterfly motif going into her hair. Give me kind of Philip Treacy, Alexander McQueen vibes. There's those panniers um, with the kind of the overskirt. And then what's happening in between is just really, really distracting and awful. Like, that could have been bare legs. It could have been leggings. It could have been an underskirt, a floor-length fitted kind of... Um, but no. It's giving it's giving um, older lady going to Eurovision for the first time. No, older lady going hill-walking. Whoa, not, not even Euro. Okay. Wow. Yeah, like she's not going anywhere fancy. I say, I say, I was going to say middle-aged lady, but then that's, that's us. Yeah, <laughs> and like, are. And like, our friends would never. <laughs> we are older ladies. Yeah, we are. I would never wear that. I would never wear that. And well, I'm an older lady. All I'll say about this is that there are a lot of elements that I like, but unfortunately that skirt area is frankly unforgivable. And I love yeah. Kasha and she did so well, this challenge. Kasha, yeah, this is, it's a no. It's an absolute no. But we love you, girl. Next up, we got Jimbo. What do you see with this? I see, um, oh God, I see Alyssa Edwards um, 2.0. <laughs> no. Oh my God, is she doing exactly what you said? The net, the websites, the social this, media, uh, this is the a phones reference all around to her. The net, yeah. I'm getting a very Matrix vibe. Ma- it from is. This. It's giving yeah. me Matrix. Um, it's giving me Alyssa Edwards. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. I mean, the dress underneath is sparkly and figure hugging, but it's about the details, really, isn't it? The metallic bustier and uh, crotch edition but yeah there's just all the camp of these like phones and kind of being on the on the net as it were so that's a really interesting tape on the theme i think jimbo is killing the runway this season and she inhabits the character too doesn't she oh that's good this is fun from jessica i think this is like a far more successful version of the concept of kasha davis's don't yeah. you think? Do you know what I'm getting? I'm getting like Pokemon and the Safari and like, oh, yeah. You. And then, oh, bug catcher. Bug catcher contest. Yeah. yeah. And she's got a Butterfree. She's got a Vivian. Yeah, she's got a Muffin. I mean, but that's she's what got, I'm getting. She's got a Beauty Fly. She's got them more. She's got a Dustox Venomoth. She's Lovely. got them more. She's got them more. Um, I, I loved the silhouette that she created with that. It was really fun. Um, 
I thought that was a really successful look. Great okay, from Jessica. Cool. Very fun. Heidi in closet. Heidi's really going for the gap motif, isn't she? Um, I'm going to say she looks good overall. It's an interesting silhouette with like the snood neckline and these kind of gaucho length trousers. And that's where the net element comes in. What I will say is that I don't get why she put the gap motif on there. It feels a little forced. She's 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 doing the whole um, all stars come back and really throwing it in your face. What my USP is because she walked in with a gap motif. She's doing so the whole we don't need it again and again. She had the gap last yesterday, last episode, didn't mm. she? In her in her episode, yeah. Uh, the alpha she wore had the gap. This would have been fine without the gap stuff. Okay, um, because it's an interesting silhouette and her makeup's really pretty. Lala Ree. Uh, Lala Ree's giving me Beyonce at the Met Gala. And I do think, even though it's different, I think something that was on the mood board was, you know, the Givenchy nude nude net looks that um, Beyonce wore a couple of times the Met Gala, actually. One was quite dark, one was quite light. Um, I think that's her source of inspiration. I think she looks great. I love these, like, trumpet shoulders. Oh, I see it. I love it. Mm. Yes. I like the look. I think she looks great. Uh, Kahana, our runway queen so far. Oh, Kahana has spent some money. I mean, when you break it Damn, down. look at that body. <laughs> look at that body. When you break it down, this is a bodysuit, but it's like the best bodysuit I've ever seen. Like there's this chaps element. There's all this fringing and beading. She's like Queen Triton, isn't she? The cape, the, the accessories. Come on, the, Queen Triton. The crown, the scepter. That's also a trident. She looks like a million dollars in it. Literally, she spent a million dollars on this. Oh my God, I can't. Next up, we've got Darian Lake. Darian gives a camp thematic take on it because it's base, basket, baseball. Baseball, is that it? Basketball. Tom, An American sports sport. Is, sport. is that how you say? Sports, sports game. Um, so this is fun. The, the dress itself is a really nice fit on her. It shows off her fantastic bosom. It flares into this ball gown. Um, it's a really nice dress, and she's kind of giving it a camp basketball t- kind of Tom, take. Tom, if I was on Drag Race behind Kahana, I would have paid her. I was like, girl, how much do you want? So I'll, I'll give you. I'm not going after you. What do you want? You. Yeah, not, You're can, going I, last. can I go for mm-hmm. Can I Can I go before you, please? Mm-hmm. I would have come up with some sob story or something. <laughs> like, I really need to the bathroom or, you know, I'm up something. I would not want to walk out after Kahana. Like, why would you do that to yourself? I like the sporty ponytail. I've not really seen that on Darian before. Mm, um, yeah. I think, I don't know. Is it is it by comparison that I'm going to say this? That Definitely it's a bit basic? by comparison. Is that what I'm... Yeah, okay. defo, because she looks nice. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. So well, stop then. it. Okay. So enough, Paula. Enough. <laughs> Alexis Michelle. That's gorgeous. Now, Alexis looks so, so good. I feel like I've seen it, but I can't put my finger on it. But let's just break it down. So there's this lovely beige... Uh, with the netting over it and this really structured sort of pleated peplum with the giant skirt uh, just it's so structured and stiff uh, but she looks like a million dollars this is a really really fab dress if i can like, link it to anything it reminds me of some dior runways that have been inspired by kind of origami and pleating and that sort of thing uh, and also a little bit there's this moschino runway which was this isn't flattering but trash inspired but a lot of the a lot of them had like a parcel a parcel fabric quality work um and it also reminds me just a little of roxy andrews's all stars 2 reunion look do you remember it no it was a similar sort of parcel beige i mean paper. regardless of the references she, she looks bloody stunning. amazing for me 
No, that's everyone. For me, the the winner, I think we can only choose one or two or three, but I'm going to give my clear winner. It's Alexis Michelle. Yeah. I think Alexis Michelle is up there. I think Miss Kasha Davis could have been. The winner this week, but that outfit is just—it's not, not the on. whole outfit. There's just like one bit of the outfit that ruins the whole outfit. Kasha, darling, we love you. And purely because of the acting challenge, which I feel needs to have more points, I'm throwing Darianne in the top. I, I'm putting Darianne, Kasha, and Alexis up there. Okay. Um, and but Alexis has the best runway. I feel like there's no way Nasha's escaping the bottom as stunning as she looks on the runway. She's one of the most beautiful on the runway this evening. Who would you put down there in the bottom with her? I want to say Lala Ree, based oh, on performance. Yeah, I would put Lala there, unfortunately, yeah. though she also looks gorgeous. Um, has Kahana saved herself with that? I mean, she, Kahana wasn't even bad. But she's elevated herself with the runway there. Well, when you talk about Kahana and her performance, her performance, I think there are some missed opportunities with her, um, yeah. where she could have found the comedy and where she could have found moments to really be an upset pussy. And I, I felt like you she... go there. You she can go there, can't you, with she, a cat? Yeah, We've she, seen it so many times. Like, yeah. go for the Eartha Kit character. So I don't... I, I, there were so many missed opportunities with Kahana. So if they had to put another person down, maybe Kahana, maybe... Mm-hmm. Um, Jimbo's outfit is just ridiculously amazing. I thought Jimbo was good as well. Jessica was good. Heidi was good. Okay. Candy was good. James was good. I think it just, yeah. My we, winner this we, week we, is Alexis. Really could be. Yeah. And I would be living. Alexis. Okay. Should we, should we see Tom? Yeah. Jimbo. The winner is Jimbo. I didn't see it coming. So I really enjoy Jimbo's performance as I described. However, she wasn't in our top three. Um, Heidi was up there as well. I mean, um, Heidi, fact, yeah, our, correct. Our faves all went backstage and had a bit of a kiki about why they were the best and they were right. If Miss Kasha Davis is not getting her flowers, yep. from from this episode, mm-hmm. they're not featuring her. The but, same way when Selena Estides wasn't in the yeah, top 100%. for the acting challenge, we knew they're not featuring Selena. So for Miss Kasha Davis to not be in the top this week, it really tells me that they didn't, that they're not featuring her to be one of the um, podium finishers. Luckily, she can buy herself flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Good okay. Miley, as Miley Cyrus. I mean, I might say, yeah, maybe it was the outfit, Kasha. Nah, I but mean, I also feel they love bringing people. They they love telling people you missed out because of your outfit, a la Alexis Michelle. With Jimbo winning, I want to tell you the bottom. Uh, the bottoms are Kahana Montrese and Nacia Lopez, which is which is what we probably thought. Yeah, she was there. She was there. I think Lala Reed could have maybe taken Kahana's spot, maybe. But um, mm. yeah, I'm not mad about this decision. However, if I was Nisha or um, Kahana, I'll tell you right now, I would have gone backstage. I would have been like, Jimbo, respectfully, I don't need a one-on-one. And I would have gone straight to the group <laughs> and I would have pled my case to the group because there is no way Miss Jimbo is winning a lip sync. There is no way. I would have been like, Girl, I don't need a one-on-one with you. Thank you. Congratulations. Stranger things have First happened. and foremost, congratulations. I don't need a one-on-one with you. And then I would have turned to the group and been like, this is why I should stay. <laughs> this is where I'm directing my energy. Uh, yeah, totally. Um I think they do like giving the girls a roller coaster trajectory. So Kahana is following the footsteps of her Vegas sister, India Ferrer, right. winning the first week, 
And in the bottom, let's hope she doesn't follow fully in her footsteps. No. Um, but let's also hope that she has as much wisdom and philosophy in her veins <laughs> as India Ferrell. You've heard about the four H's. I want to hear about the four K's. Yes. Come on, Kahana. Four, four K's. Be careful with the number of K's, though. I said four. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I do want to say that the lip sync assassin this week is Panjani Heels. Now, my question to you, Tom. Very interesting to me. My question to you, Tom, is do you think Jimbo was given the win because Panjani was the lip sync assassin? I'm going to say that they knew that this week was a comic acting challenge that they knew Jimbo would do well at. And I think there's a fair bet that Jimbo could get the win. So for storyline purposes, this is the week that Panjani's getting. We've seen that... There's, we've seen too many examples of patterns playing out with lip sync assassins Absolutely. to to think that it's it's not a thing. It, it definitely is a thing. And now, Jumbo and Pinjana. Pinjana, though she did send you home, she saved your life many a times yes, in that one yes. lip sync that you had. That one look you got. That one <laughs> lip sync you had. There was remember how many times Jumbo was falling over, and our lovely Pinjana here was holding her up. She literally stopped her from breaking her neck. <laughs> So, so um, I kind of was like, I know where this is going. Congratulations, Pangina. Anyway, let's look at the lip sync. Who won the lip sync? It was so really fun, Lindy, so- Lindy Sorper. Lindy, Lindy Sorper. Come on, Mimosa. Come on, Lindy Sorper. Come on, Mimosas in the My morning. My name, Lindy Sorper. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've seen an improvement in Jimbo. She was up there doing her wafty kind of having fun thing, but it was Pangina. Overall, it wasn't like a showstopper lip sync, but Pangina won. Pangina won, yes. Um, that's, that's all I need to say. I don't need to talk about the performance. Jimbo was, you know what? She didn't fall over. So onwards and upwards come on come on Jimbo you're surprised There's they no didn't falling. make this a spoken word one yeah well I thought maybe that would be the case thing. yeah but Panjani came and she just gave more she gave a more exciting performance though maybe it wasn't as exciting as we wanted it to mm-hmm. be it was still more exciting than what Jimbo gave so definitely in my mind Panjina won yeah. so in saying that who do you think the group has chosen to send home and why I just think that, okay, so the things they've got to weigh up really are somebody's success within the show and off the show. And I guess both are really successful off the show. Nations are Miss Continental. Kahana's been really active in Vegas. But on the show, Kahana has a win under a belt. Nasha does not. And it, that makes it, I do think the group will vote Nasha off. I think that the group would, I think it's very easy for the group to choose this week Mm -hmm. because one has a win, Mm -hmm. the other does not. Yeah. And I think that makes it so much easier. Although we did watch the Untucked, there was, again, so much passion given from Nasha. It's not her time. She said it's not her time. It means a lot to her. But at at this stage, if you're going by track record, it's an absolute easy one. It is, it is, and I do, th- I do think the group consensus will be to keep Kahana. And I do want to hear if someone did choose Kahana. I would love to hear what they have to say with regards to justifying that. We may have to wait until next week to hear that justification. We we will have to, but I want to know. Shall we see? So, um, Penjana won. Surprise, surprise! Cal and surprise! The group have chosen Nasha. So. 
it meant a lot to Nisha and she was incredibly graceful and gracious in what she said about how it meant an incredible amount to her, but say la vie basically, basically uh, she's yeah. got so much going on for herself outside of the show mm. like she's a successful queen in her own right yeah nisha we were rooting for you so um we love you and <laughs> say something nice about us on the roscoe's As if we're on a radar <laughs> yeah please say something nice about us on roscoe's um we've already conquered the uk and australia and new zealand some of Europe, all of europe all of europe conquered. nations okay for all our US listeners, please, please tell Nisha. Because <laughs> we know you know her Anybody personally. Anybody in Chicago, yeah. please. Yeah. Please um, let her know that. It's hard to go easy on us. We, we come up we're good people. We're good people. We're okay. We're okay people. We're good people. We're people. Um, that's it. Another yeah. one. Another one about the death. Oh, God. Da- oh, we're going to get ready for a Eurovision uh, viewing party. Yeah. We're going out. We're going to get all glitterified. We're going to get yesified. Uh, we're going to have a good days. time. Exactly. We're going to have a great time. And who are you rooting for for Eurovision? Oh, well, um, well, actually, it would be really cool if Lorene got a second win. She'd break records then. She's got a great song. And Sweden always perform. Yeah. I'm voting for Sweden. I'm also voting for... Who was the one that read in the red that we saw the other day? Yeah. Amazing she, Was vocals. she Lithuania or was Latvia? Lithuania? She was one of the... The no, Balkan, I was Lithuania, Lithuania, Lithuania. So then, um, yeah. but I also I, really don't. I love UK songs. Did UK I wrote a song. May Muller, like oh, fantastic, such a good song. Um, I actually liked Australia's as well. That, that was glam rock. Australia's, by the way. It was like um, glam rock. Tom, I think I know what glam rock is. Thank you very <laughs> much. Pop, thank you very much. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. Check out the poll. I don't know what the question is going to be on Spotify, but if you're listening Who on knows? Spotify, write a comment and do the poll. Um, what should we? What should we ask? What should we ask? What do you want to oh, ask? I don't Tom? know. All I know is I've got a lot to be getting on with. Should the I, Instagram? Should I go solo? Is it the question I should ask? Yeah, go on. No, don't. No, I don't want to do that because if they say no, I'll be like, oh, I'll probably take the poll down. <laughs> I'll take the poll down. Okay. Would you just accept that it's our chemistry okay. that people it's, like? That's right. What's that word? Banter. Come on, banter. Chemistry. Yeah. Yes, it was a shotgun, but he shot me because it's banter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He banted me. Was, it was a banter shotgun. Right um, yeah. Okay. It was a. It was a. It was a, a, a banter stabbing. Actually, I want to step away from. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, do that. if you're on Spotify, do the poll. I don't know what the question is, but you'll find. I've got loads to going with Instagram. I've got like a list of about ten looks to put up. Oh, so God. thank you for feeding me, girls. Oh yes. Oh, everyone. The spoiler. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. 